Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're going to be talking about teshuva in Nineveh, teshuva being the Hebrew word for repentance. And uh, this story revolves around the life of Jonah, who was uh, uh, unstable. And um, in fact, his name, the name Jonah means dove. And if anybody has been around doves, we know that a dove is uh, unstable uh, bird, a flittery bird. Uh, my wife has a little garden, and there are doves that love our garden. And every time I come close, they fly off. And uh, so we have uh, a person, that, and, and of course the Bible um gives us examples that are relevant to today, relevant to our lives. Uh, Perhaps uh, we've tried to serve God and we've been somewhat unstable. And we're going to see how God works here uh, with an unstable person uh, as a servant. Uh, We're starting in uh, Jonah, the book of Jonah, chapter 1, Verse 1 and 2. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Okay, so uh, God is asking Jonah to go to a place, uh, to a people that are the enemy of his own people. God's asking him to be a missionary to people that perhaps he does not like. There are people of a different race. Uh, And um, the thing about it is that if his preaching works, then these people are going to be blessed. He would rather be preaching to his own people uh, than to a people of another race uh, that that represent uh, a danger to his own people. So he's in a dilemma, uh, and he he takes off running uh, in a different direction. God has given him the word of what he should do, and maybe this is the story of your life. Maybe God has called you, and you know that there's a calling of God on your life, and you just went the opposite direction because you wanted to do your own thing. So um, what happens is Jonah gets, uh, gets on a boat heading in the opposite direction of where he's supposed to be going, and the, the, the boat comes under turbulence, and, and these, the men on the boat... Uh, praying for help from God, and uh, Jonah gets thrown off, swallowed up by a fish, and then um, uh, we're, we're going to 
jump over to chapter 2 and uh, verse 1. See what Jonah... Jonah's on the inside of this whale now. Uh, Read verse 1. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. Okay. So... Uh, he does repentance. He does teshuva inside the belly of the whale, and and uh, uh, the whale vomits him up on the beach, um, and and uh, he's uh, agreed to do this thing for God. So we're into chapter three, um, verse. Four, four and five. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. Okay. So... Uh, we see here um, that the reluctant prophet speaking to these people, saying that your land is going to be overtaken unless you repent and turn to God. They believe him. They believe the prophet. They obey the prophet all the way up to the, the king himself, all the way down to the lowest. They go into sackcloth and ashes. And um, do repentance. And the repentance works with God. And God changes his direction. He, he, he saves Nineveh. And this is, this is a type and shadow of what can happen to us. Uh, without God, we're all going to be destroyed we're all, our lives are going to be lived in vain. But when we turn to God in repentance, God changes the course of events in history and around our life. This is the way it works. This is the biblical principle that over and over it's, it's, it's uh, uh, spoken about all the way from Adam through Noah, every, every major Bible character that achieved anything for God had to, uh, uh, in the old times it was called sackcloth and ashes. Uh, and, um, and when they did that, uh, and Jesus said, when one sinner uh, uh, comes to repentance, all heaven rejoices. So we see this major move of God that happened in Nineveh. And um, let's see what Jonah's response is in chapter 4. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry, and he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious God, and merciful, and slow to anger, and great of kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, 
Take, I beseech thee, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. So, this is called having an attitude. Jonah develops a major attitude because the enemy of his people uh, turned to God and got got a got a blessing, got a reprieve. Um, and this is something that uh, we have to understand that God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't care if you're black, if you're white, if you're Asian, if you're mixed, if uh, it doesn't matter to him. You are created in the image of God. And you're beautiful to him. Whatever you are, what's matter? What matters is your relationship with him. And so uh, he was mad because he preached this message at home, and they didn't receive it. Well, it uh, it's up to the person to receive the message, and and if if. The folks at home don't want to serve God, and and we have the opportunity to reach out to other people of a different race, of a different ethnicity, and they want to serve God. Hey, that's where a missionary needs to go. Amen. So uh, Jonah has such an attitude. He says, "Why don't you just take my life from me, God?" And God says, you know what? There was 120,000 people in there. Isn't it right for me to want them to come to repentance and, and to receive salvation and, and the joy of the Lord? Jonah? So Jonah had to suffer through that uh, whole episode and sit there and... Um, but uh, uh, this is an example f- for us to understand that that um, God is no respecter of persons. It, it doesn't matter what your background was. Doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't uh, ethnicity, whatever. Uh, God wants to reach out into uh, every area, every arena. And touch lives, and that's what the goal of this. That's what the goal of this uh, teaching is. Uh, it's it's up to every person to decide. And I want to reach everybody. I don't care what your past was. Um, but um, there was another person in the uh, in the New Testament. And his name was Jonah as well. Most people know him as Simon Peter. And we're going to turn, we're going to read one verse from uh, Simon Peter, who uh, when when, uh, Jesus revealed to him his divinity, uh, Peter said, uh, identified him, he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, Blessed be thou, Simon Bar-Jonah. 
That means Simon, son of Jonah. He, he was of the family of Jonah. He was of that unstable family. And he needed uh, uh, discipleship. He denied Christ three times. He lied. He was a liar. And um, let's let's see, but it, but it, through his uh, through all of his his journey, once he repented, then God began to work with Joan uh, with Peter. Peter became uh, the the a leader in the in the first church. He preached the message of the gospel to the first Gentiles. And, uh, I want to read this last verse here. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but it is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Okay. His, his promise is for us, if we come to repentance, if we come to to Shuva, that he's going to transform our life. He did it with Peter, and Peter's writing it down here. Uh, at one time, he was unstable. One time, he was a liar. He, he, he said he was, he caroused. He said, uh, they think it not strange that we don't hang with them anymore. Uh, he, 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 but God made him into a holy vessel. He, he became... Uh, so anointed of God that he even touched Dorcas. Dorcas had died, uh, and and he prayed over her. She came back to life. He raised somebody from the dead, and people. He received many miracles, uh, and 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 you can be used of God. Amen. This is the vision I want to cast into your life. Uh, uh, Maybe you were like Peter. Maybe you hung around at the bars. Maybe you were a liar. I don't know what you are or what you weren't. Um, but uh, that promise, he says, is long-suffering. It, it's the promises of God are yea and amen. There's no end uh, to his, his promise. If you're alive and you, uh, you have breath in your life, you can make the change. You can be transformed. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to our message today. God bless. If my people which are called by my holy name will humble themselves and seek my face, if they pray, if they pray,